Lakers over the Knicks, 101 to 99, the final score. Lakers now 39 and 30 on the season. Knicks 38 and 31. Lakers sitting in seventh place in the Western Conference, trying to catch up to the Dallas Mavericks and the Portland Trailblazers. There might not be enough time. We'll have to wait and see. Just three games left for the Lakers. They got one more left at Staples Center and then two on the road this weekend. Back to back Pacers. Uh, Lakers got Pacers and Pelicans. We'll uh, we'll round out the season. Uh, Laker fans, as we always do, encourage you to be a part of the show. Pizza at Lakers post game show eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Give me your thoughts on this game. An overtime win. Here are the things that I'm going to take away, and I think there's going to be some of the topics that we could talk about. It's an overtime win. Was it ugly? Yes, it was ugly, but defense at least won you the game. You weren't depending on offense. I think that's what separates the Lakers from a lot of other teams in the league, so we could talk about that. The battle between Anthony Davis and Julius Randle was fantastic. Actually, Julius Randle, um, let's just say I think he's probably churning heads if, if this is the first or second time you've watched them this season just predicated only on the fact that you're watching Laker games, you're not watching Knicks games. I thought that was a great battle. But the way I want to start the show, I want to start it off the tail and horn, uh, tail and horn Tucker part. Um, THT is 20 years old. Tail and horn Tucker is 20 years old. He has seven turnovers tonight. Okay, that, that's what you know. That's what some point guards that handle the ball as much as he does. That's going to happen um, in certain games when you have players that are that young. It happens. This is not you know unusual. You don't want him to have seven turnovers. I'm sure Coach and the coaching staff are going to be talking to THT, showing him a lot of video, a lot of film, basically telling him, listen, these are areas that if you want to be in games for 30, 35 minutes plus, when Dennis Schroeder is healthy and when LeBron James is healthy, you're going to lose those opportunities if you're committing this many turnovers. But that's not what I walked away with with THT tonight. Lakers were down 98-99. with only four games left and trying to do anything possible to stay out of this playing tournament. They still might have to. But if you'd have lost tonight, you pretty much it's a wrap. I mean, these last three games, you're pretty much you're you're tooling up here, making sure Warriors and Memphis don't pass you, but you're gonna end up in number seven, and they may very well end up in, in number seven. Down ninety nine ninety eight, Talon Horn Tucker took that three like it was in the first quarter, like he's been in the league for twelve years and didn't care about the repercussions, did not care what happens, no matter what, whether that shot goes in or not, he's confident enough in his own game that he can stand up and take that three. That means something. That's not a small feat right there. And maybe, you know, as we get into the playoffs and we've seen how beat up the Lakers have been, maybe you can go to Taylor Horn Tucker in big-time situations and he's a guy that you can kind of rely on to take a big shot. That's really what I walked away in that final possession. Um, of course, Lakers went back on the defensive side and got a stop. Uh, trust me, there were many things that you know we can bring up tonight in the postgame show about certain things that the Lakers could have done better, should have done, uh, have to improve on or whatever the case is. But I thought at least to this point, I thought at least in, in this game, you're at a point of the season where you don't really care how you win. You just want to kind of try to get some type of momentum going into the postseason because this is not the Lakers team that they're going to run with on what's that playing tournament game May 18th that's not this is not going to be the exact team that you're going to run out with because there's a more than strong likelihood that LeBron's going to be there that Dennis Schroeder's going to be there so it's the Alex Caruso part by the way you know you want to talk about us kind of under not underestimating but it was 
way too quiet um, to not talk about this uh, Alex Caruso portion of the game. Um, He's out, and him not being in this game, and we've seen this before, he's such a key, important player for the Lakers on the defensive side. He's a key player just in, in really anything that they do. And when he left the game, Caruso, right foot soreness, will not return. Um, you know, we tweeted that out when we got the news from the Lakers. That wasn't that wasn't small news. I, I do think that that was significant. So um, this was definitely one of those games that was scrappy. The Knicks are scrappy. That's going to be the way they kind of – that's going to be their foundation this upcoming year or at least this playoff run. And the Lakers were scrappy too. Wesley Matthews being at the right place at the right time, getting that tip in regulation. Um you know, I, I mentioned Kuzma. We got a chance to hear Kuzma just a little bit ago. Kuzma with the 23 points, most of those coming in the first half. I, I think I'm going to get, because this is what I have been getting in, in for Andre Drummond. I've been getting definitely some criticism towards Andre Drummond. Laker fans saying, okay, his hands aren't good. His offensive woes does not have really a couple go-to moves. Misses a lot of gimmies in the paint. One thing you cannot question Andre Drummond on, the dude grabs rebounds, 18 rebounds tonight. By the way, I ended up with 16 points, so 16 points and 18 rebounds for him. Okay, um, I want to hear from Laker fans, 877-710-ESPN. I'm going to start taking some phone calls. Just a quick reminder, a quick shout-out here. Thank you to Coors Seltzer. Rocky Mountain Refreshment now in a hard seltzer. And check this out. Every 12-pack purchased refreshes our rivers with 500 gallons of water, now that's refreshing. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, brewed in Fort Worth, Texas. Details at CoorsSeltzer.com. All right, let's start off with a couple calls here. Uh, let's go to Ryan in Venice. Ryan, appreciate you calling in, bud. What's going on? Hey, Sliwa. Um, super pumped about the win. I couldn't agree more about, the. you know, this game is more about getting momentum going into the playoffs. But I really, I'm you know, I'm, I'm looking at these standings and, you know, we I obviously, you know, Clippers is like, you know, the matchup we want to win and, you know, the rivalry and all that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm looking, is it that bad to play in the play-in? You know, we get to play the Phoenix Suns. There's no playoff experience other than Chris Paul. Um, you know, I, I just, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world uh, to play the play-in. Am I wrong? Uh, Ryan, you're actually you're 100% right. I, I was making the case to Michael Thompson uh, in the pregame show. Appreciate you calling in, by the way. Um, let, let me tell you exactly how I explain this, and, and we'll get into the game in a quick second, but I want to address this because Ryan brought it up. So if the Lakers are in this playing tournament, they're most likely going to face the Warriors. They're not losing two in a row. So those who have fear of, oh, my gosh, anything can happen, um, I get that. I understand that. Lakers are not losing two in a row. I don't think they're going to lose that first game. It would be here at Staples Center. Lakers would get the Suns in the first round if that's the case. I was trying to tell Michael Thompson. I said, Michael, when you go to dinner, do you just order your main dish right away? And he's like, no, of course not. I order wine, and then the bread comes out, and the salad. And I'm like, so there's a ramp up to the main course. He said, yeah. And the the analogy that I was trying to give him, I think the Phoenix, I think first of all, the play-in plus the Phoenix Suns would be a ramp up to what you're going to get in that second round and the third round, which would be the Clippers and the Utah Jazz. So I'm with you. Now, wherever they end up, they end up. Um, I know Michael was also saying that it doesn't matter who they play. Put anything in front of them. Lakers are going to take care of it. But because they've been through so many injuries and played such limited games together, yeah, why not? 
kind of take a, a first round that you think will be very favorable. Suns are not beating the Lakers four times. We all know that. They'd be lucky if they won two games. So I, I'm with you on that front. Uh, let's go to Willie in Long Beach. Willie, appreciate you calling in, bud. You're on the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Just wanted to give a, a, a huge shout-out to THT. I know a lot of people looked at the turnovers tonight, you know, but you have to understand, like, Braun is out, Schroeder is out. It's almost like we're, like, we're trying to build a, a point guard. And for him to have the turnovers that he did and to stay focused and own that uh, overtime, I thought that was awesome. So I just wanted to give THT that shout-out. I think that was huge. And then the last thing I wanted to ask, like, What's really going on with Trez? Why aren't they playing Trez as much as they they are? Like you know, a lot of pe- a lot of the fans are calling uh, Drummond soft mm-hmm. when Trez can come in and have that energy. I'm just curious why aren't they playing Trez a little bit more? I appreciate you calling in, Willie. Um, let me address the first one, the the Taylor Horn Tucker part, and then Montrez. Let's talk about it after the uh, commercial break. But uh, THT, you know, when you say a lot of people are giving THT a little bit of uh, um, you know, criticizing all the turnovers. By the way, that's okay. It's fair. He had seven turnovers. We can do that. That's that's part of the process here. Um, the point that I was trying to make is he's nine, he's twenty years old, try, kind of trying to figure things out on the fly. All of a sudden, Caruso's not bringing the ball up because he left the game. Schroeder and LeBron James were ball handlers are not in the game, so it's kind of getting thrown on Tht's back. But what I do like is even with all the mistakes and the turnovers, Tht didn't let that get to him when. When the game was on the line, Talon Horn Tucker hit a three against the New York Knicks to give the Lakers a two-point overtime win. Um, Not too many players in the NBA will make that many mistakes and then still have the confidence to say, give me the ball and I'll go ahead and take the shot. Uh, It it makes me think of players, you know, young players out there that they're not afraid to fail. THT is not afraid to fail. Montrez Harrell ended up playing five minutes. Let's do this when we come back. Let's get a chance. I'll I'll uh, I'll answer um, uh, Willie's question on the Talon Horn Tucker part. Um, if you guys uh, have have your own thoughts about THT or do you think Montrez Harrell should be getting more playing time? I'm not a fan of five minutes of of Montrez Harrell. I, I know every time he plays 15 minutes plus, I feel like good things happen. Uh, but you can give me your thoughts on that. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. This is the Pizza Lakers post game show on seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Bullock down the middle all the way. Got it to Noel. Blocked by Drummond! Corralled by Drummond! Spectacular defensive play by Andre. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's insurance, more options, no contracts, just savings. Uh, Drummond would end up with two blocks. Lakers as a team, five steals, four blocks, 101-99 in overtime over the uh, New York Knicks. Okay, we got a lot to get into here. Um, Before I take uh, more calls here, I I just want to go back to 
Willie uh, called in, uh, just the last caller, talked about why not more minutes for Montrez Harrell. You know, I, I really don't have an answer to that. I really genuinely don't have an answer. And I've said this before that Montrez has to begin 15 minutes a game. Before Andre Drummond came, it was he's got to get 20 minutes plus because every time he's in, good things happen. And I'm not saying it's perfect basketball, but I think he brings a certain energy that you um, that you appreciate. Now, Coach is in an interesting position because you're playing Andre Drummond, Anthony Davis, Marcus Gasol didn't play a ton of minutes, but he did play 17 minutes, which is more than usual, at least over this stretch. He's pretty much trying to, you know, these are three centers at Anthony Davis. That's four big. Sometimes Kuzma plays big for the Lakers. You got a number of guys that you're trying to get in there. I thought I, I, I liked something earlier when Gasol came in at the five, Montrez played the four. It'd be nice to see Montrez get more minutes, um, but I don't have the answer of why he's not. And I don't know if that's going to change come postseason. Uh, genuinely, genu- genuinely have no idea um, you know what obviously that's going to look like. But at least in in this specific game, the the trend is continuing where he's not getting a ton of minutes. Uh, let's go to Stewart in LA. Thank you for calling in, bud. You're on. Uh, you're on the Pizza Lakers post game show. Hey, Alan, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Appreciate you calling in. What What'd you think tonight? Oh, it was a good game, man. A, a defensive battle kind of remind me of the, of those games in the '90s uh, with the with the bad boys and the and Knicks the Knicks and the, of the 90s. Miami but, uh, games, and yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, and um. I see why they, they didn't want to uh, get rid of uh, THT for mm-hmm. uh, Kyle Lowry now because he's going to be a good one. And they're going to need – he's our future. Him and Andy Davis is our future, man, you know? Well, it, it's interesting, and I appreciate I appreciate you calling it. It's interesting because, you know, the tail and horn tuck – the THT part, which is going to be obviously the theme of this conversation for, uh, for most of the night, it's the – okay, well, are, are you trying to use Kyle Lowry as an example – Toronto Raptors were probably trying to take advantage of a situation, a predicament. Lakers trying to win a championship. They're trying to rebuild. Of course they want a THT. Why wouldn't you? Uh, by the way, Anthony Davis, who just finished his uh, postgame interview, I want to play something. Here's AD talking about the final play specifically on THT. I'm going to sum it up for you, Mike. Um, come down, got a big turnover uh, when we're trying to run a set and uh, turned it over. I think they hit a three, go up one. Um, and he comes down and hits a big three. You know, the kid has confidence. He has heart. You know, um, for the second year in the league, you know, you don't you don't see that from a lot of players. And, you know, for him to come off a turnover, we on him, you know, because we're getting close to the playoffs and tell him we can't make those mistakes to, you know, how the next play uh, mindset and come down and hit in you know, a game winning three is, is, is huge. Um, so that just sums up, you know, Taylor right there. Well, AD is the one complimenting your play. Um, you know, you got to feel good about yourself. Uh, let's take a couple more calls here. Ken in Newport Beach. Ken, thank you for calling in, bud. What's going on, Ken? Hey, Alan. Uh, great game. I thought it was one of the better games Drummond played. I got angry at THT 
but I also look at the guy and go, he's going to be great. Um, but the real which reason is, I'm by, calling by, is, by the way, Ken, which is fair, right? I mean, both ways. There are times where yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, don't take this guy out. And there's other times yeah. like, THT, just can you can you be more responsible with the ball? But I, I think that kind of comes. It's interesting, Ken. There was a the last game, um, the last game against the Suns during the broadcast. I heard John and Michael talking about this that you can't really tell THT not to be. If you tell. You can't bottle him up too much because that's going to take away from some of the strengths that he brings. But please continue with your point. Yeah, sure. Well, the other thing I want to say is way back at the beginning, um, when you took over Laker Talk, uh, you know, I listened to you. I called a few times, and I told you, I think you're doing a really good job. And I've been, I go all the way back to Chick Hearn doing Laker Talk. And uh, I am really, really happy for you to have a morning show. And, you know, I had my own radio show years ago, and I'm proud of you because I feel like I've been there from the start. So I just want to tell you how really proud I am. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much, man. Thank you very much. Uh, Starting this upcoming Monday, uh, Travis and myself will do a show from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. So looking forward to doing that. Um, Let's take another quick call here. Tony calling all the way out in Memphis. Tony, what's going on? Thank you for calling in. Hey, everything good, brother. Great win tonight. Yeah, it was kind of an interesting game. A little, I, I was not expecting. I, I think in that first half, the way, and I said this during the um, during the halftime report that I'd, I'd prefer this to be more of a defensive game than an offensive game. Second half was thirty six to thirty five, so we were getting more, definitely more of a defensive, or definitely more of a defensive half. Okay, so Lakers win. What'd you like? What'd you dislike? Well, what I want to find out, man, I have you know, a question about our substitution pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, our coach, he still haven't got that down yet. Mm-hmm. Um, in that third quarter, we could have lost the game in that third quarter with the men that with the spacing that we had on the floor. Mm-hmm. We had one shooter. Uh, we wanted, Frank wanted to do a better job with his rotation. I think that was killing the Lakers throughout the whole with all this losing streak. I think the process of his rotation it was hurting the Lakers right now. I uh, appreciate you calling in. We're, we're going to go to uh, Coach um, in just a little bit here. After the break, we'll go and, and kind of get a chance to hear Coach's thoughts on, obviously, this two-point overtime win, Lakers over the New York Knicks. Um, yeah, that, there was there was a stretch. Lakers couldn't hit a shot. New York went on a 18-2 run. Lakers were down by 10. But then Lakers responded with a run on their own. Uh, I, I want to say 16-6 to to close out regulation to, to send the game in overtime. And Wesley Matthews, obviously, that uh, that rebound and that putback when it looked like after KCP missed the three, the Lakers are probably going to lose this game. Okay, one more quick call here. Solomon in Lake Balboa. Appreciate you calling in. What's going on, Solomon? Alan, thank you so much, man. Tonight, absolute dogfight, and I loved it. Old school. Um, THT. Yeah, I was getting a little frustrated, but I reminded myself, I said, look, all the Laker, Laker distributors are out. Mm-hmm. So give the kid credit. He's trying. He's young, a little bit wild. Made that three-pointer, and I just, <laughs> you know, I went nuts like all the other Laker fans. Uh, let's not forget Wes Matthews. There is no overtime without that rebound and Absolutely. putback. That was, that was massive. And I know I've ragged on Kuzma. He came through tonight. All I can say is, continue. Don't shrivel in the spotlight when when LeBron gets back. Just keep that aggressiveness and keep playing play balling like that and, and, and leave the blonde hair at home because I think that's making a change. I appreciate you calling it. Thank you, Solomon. Um, 
Let's uh, let's take a listen to Coach when we come back. 101-99, Lakers over the New York Knicks. Only three games left on the schedule. Tomorrow, Banner Night Championship number 17 is going to go up. I still want to get into this Julius Randle versus Anthony Davis matchup. Um, hopefully, Coach can also shed some light on Alex Caruso. All that coming up next. Stay right here. Pizza at Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how. Locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint, Lakers over the Knicks, points in the paint 40 to 32. Lakers over the Knicks in overtime 101 to 99. Uh, 39 and 30 now. Only three games left. Let's get uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel, get his thoughts. I'm sure he'll give us some type of an update on Alex Caruso, um, a preview for tomorrow's banner night. Lakers taking on the Houston Rockets before the game. Lakers will uh, put up banner number 17. Here's Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Hey, Frank, just want to start with a quick thing on, on AD. He said that the, the groin uh, aggravated him a little bit, but he stayed in the floor. Obviously, the whole thing. We'll wait to see how it feels tomorrow, but just wonder what you had from the medical staff on that. Yeah, just that it was tight and uh, that he could continue. Uh, he wanted to continue, and um, you know we'll just see how it responds overnight in terms of uh, his availability for tomorrow. And then, Frank, I suppose we could bake Caruso into this question, but we've been talking a lot about lack of playmaking. How did you guys find enough uh, to get a win in this case uh, and maybe specifically related to uh, Taylor Horton Tucker? Yeah, well, it wasn't, wasn't pretty, certainly, uh, on a lot of possessions, and we got to do a better job. Uh, even without point guards out there, um, you know, being organized and, and, and getting what we want. But, uh, you know, I'm proud of our guys for overcoming, you know, another loss to the same position. is It's, it's difficult to overcome, you know, and, um, you know, Talon Horton Tucker really stepped up. Uh, he had a young player type of night, you know, with uh, a lot of good play, bad play situations, um, in particular down a stretch. And I love that he just kept his poise. He didn't get down on himself. He, he remained confident. Uh, you know, he got picked by uh, by Derrick Rose, uh, you know, late in the game and then comes back to the next position and bombs a step back three to win the game. So uh, I think that tells you a little bit about him. Um, I think it's worth noting that, you know, Derrick Rose is, is probably his favorite player growing up, you know, coming from the Chicago area, same high school, somebody he really looks up to. Uh, so to see him have that type of moment, uh, super happy for him. Yeah, and Frank, you... You just alluded to it, kind of that it, it tells us something about him. But what do you think it, it says about Taylor? Oh, he's got big guts. Right, let's just say that big, big guts, and he showed that with that with that shot. Dan, Frank, um, you're you, you've kind of said that you wanted this team to 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 have that like you know toughest guy in the fight sort of attitude um, night in night out, and, and for a stretch there, you guys had lost it. Is that maybe the most encouraging thing you've seen kind of on this ramp up to the playoffs that, you know, you guys are winning games, you know, 93 points against Denver, I think, um, 101 only tonight in an overtime. 
that knowing kind of the offensive firepower that's going to eventually come back, that you guys have kind of recaptured that part of yourselves? Well, one of the most important parts of our identity is being a team that, that wins the war in the trenches, you know, that defends and rebounds. If you defend and rebound uh, in this league, you're going to win more, more nice than you're not. And, you know, sometimes the offense is, um, you know, it's going to be ugly, um, you know, when you have guys out like it was tonight. But, you know, if you defend and rebound, you give yourself a chance. Um, so I'm happy with the defensive side of those types of performances. But, you know, we certainly have to be better, um, you know, trying to, trying to figure out how to, how to play without, without, a, without, without playmakers. You know, it's just been a challenge. And, um, you know, we were getting better at it. I think that the last three games, um, you know, took, took a step back in some possessions and a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of reasons because Alex, we lose Alex in the first quarter. Um, you know, but we overcame adversity and, and we beat a really good team. You know, so uh, yeah, just proud of our guys. Kyle. Frank, you, you've had that mantra of, of, well, you had the mantra for a long time before the injuries of not having two losses in a row. This is your first consecutive wins in a row since March. What, what does that momentum mean to this team that, you know, a lot of these guys from this group are, have been so used to winning before this stretch of, of all these injuries. Well, it feels good to win two in a row. I can tell you that much for, for all of us. Um, you know, there, we actually, that, that, that road trip where we were in East Coast, we talked about that just about every time we lost, uh, every time we won a game. Like, we haven't won two in a row in a while. And, uh, you know, obviously we hit that stretch where, you know, we lost uh, eight out of ten. So, um, you know, it's been a, a challenging time for all of us, but we've remained together. Uh, we're confident in what we can uh, accomplish, you know, come playoff time. Um, you know, hopefully we can get there healthy. Bill? Hey, Frank, stepping away from tonight's game, uh, the banner's going to go up tomorrow night. And I'm wondering, you know, it's been seven months since the bubble ended and you've got a, you know, a long road ahead of you uh, with, with uh, in your bid to repeat. But what do you think that moment will be like? And with all that's going on, do you think you'll be able to savor that? And, and what, how will that be special for you? Well, obviously, it's a great source of pride uh, for me personally and for our whole uh, our whole group, our, our staff, our players, our coaches, uh, ownership, our whole front office. You know, everybody's super proud of what we were able to accomplish last year. And this moment with the banner is really about the fans. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a special moment for us. Uh, but when we had the ring ceremony, there was no fans in the building. You know what I mean? And we purposely uh, postponed this till the end of the year uh, so that our fans could celebrate this. You know, we haven't had a parade. Um, didn't, they, they weren't there for the ring ceremony. So for, uh, for us to be able to raise that banner with some fans in the building uh, is very special. And, and that, that moment is going to go to them. And, and it's there for them, the fans. Last two, Dave. Frank, since this team or the core of this team was put together two years ago, there's been so many moments where it's been LeBron or AD to bail you out of situations, kind of lead the way. What do you think it does for the collective confidence of a group to have big plays down the stretch by Wes Matthews with the putback or, or Talon with the go-ahead three? Well, you know, the thing we talk about being all the time is being a team first team. You know that that everybody everybody matters. Everybody's got to stay ready. Um, you know, I think that's never been more true than over the, the last couple of weeks. Um, you know where guys are called called upon where they weren't expecting it, and and they come in and step up. And 
I, mean, I think Wes Matthews was huge in the last two games, you know, and not just on that offensive rebound and sent it to overtime and saved the win for us. Um, you know, but just, just speaks to our identity that, that every player matters, every player is important, and we're going to need everyone. Last question, Jovan. Hey, Frank, you guys are five and one in overtimes this season. Um, I'm curious what trends you've seen in terms of your, your late game strategy and success. And, and does that translate potentially to the playoffs where you're going to have kind of, you know, overtime stretched over, you know, a seven game series, essentially? Yeah, it, it's tough to it's tough to say what what causes the trend. You know, I, I just know our guys, uh, we defend and rebound, you know, and uh, and we got guys on this team, even with, you know, the, the players we have out. Uh, you know, they make big plays down the stretch. And um, I saw that tonight with Wes Matthews and Taylor Horton Tucker uh, making the two biggest plays with, with Taylor's three and Wes's offensive putback. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, defending and rebound and giving yourselves a chance down the stretch. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach uh, Frank Vogel, 101-99, the final score. Lakers over the Knicks. A few things I want to do when we come back. Let's talk about banner night, how special that's going to be tomorrow. Lakers and the Rockets, game not that special, but before the game will be very special as Lakers put up banner number 17. Uh, we'll take a quick look at the standings. Three more games left for the Lakers. What's the game plan here? What's the priority over the last three games? And will LeBron end up playing tomorrow? So all that coming up next day right here, Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. 101-99, the final score, Lakers over the New York Knicks in overtime. How about that, Coach? Uh, I, I didn't even put those two together. Coach Vogel talking about Talon Horn Tucker, Derek Rose. That THC used to look up to Derek Rose, and they both went to the same high school, both from Chicago, and there they were kind of battling against each other. Um, Derek Rose, a, a fantastic night, ended up with 27 points. Julius Randle ended up with 30 points, uh, 31 points and 8 rebounds. I thought that battle between Anthony Davis and Julius Randle, give the edge to Julius Randle offensively, give the edge to Anthony Davis on the defensive side, A.D., when the Lakers needed stops, I thought Michael, during the broadcast, said this a couple times. Talked about no, 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 don't, don't, don't try to close the game with Julius Randle. He's being guarded by Anthony Davis, the best defender in the NBA. Used Derrick Rose in those situations. He was exactly right. Two straight possessions in regulation. Uh, they tried going to Julius Randle, and let's just say that did not work out as planned. Um, Talonhorn Tucker was talking about the confidence at the end of the game. I want to play this. Just This is specific to keeping his confidence at the end of the game. Take a listen to this. I was more concerned about you know the turnover that I had just had. Um, that was I, honestly just I was trying to make up for it. Just, just being in that position, you know, I feel like why not? Uh, the opportunity presented itself. And uh, I just try to you know keep keep my confidence and uh, you know good things happen. All right, that's uh, Talonhorn Tucker. So nice night for him in the sense that he hits that big shot. Uh, still a lot of areas of his game that he'll improve on. Um, okay, uh, let me kind of hit on these final three games here real quick. So what's the goal over these last three games? By the way, if you want to be a part of the Pizza Hut Lakers post game show eight seven 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 ten ESPN, what's the goal over these final three games for the Lakers? So. You got tomorrow against the Houston Rockets, and you get two days off. Then this weekend, you have the Indiana Pacers and the Pelicans uh, Saturday and Sunday. And if you're in the playing tournament, you'll probably be playing on that Tuesday, which is the 18th. You could play two games before you start the playoffs. I look at these next three games. If the Lakers, they're not mathematically out. The last three games for the Portland Trailblazers, they still have... 
at Utah, at Phoenix, home against the Denver Nuggets. And it's not like Portland is the um, you know, the the greatest team. No, that's not the case. Portland is very inconsistent. They definitely can lose uh, three games in a row. But let's just say that, you know, as of now, the Lakers, and we know the competition is going to look a lot different, they're in an interesting spot here because they can take on the Houston Rockets tomorrow, who, by the way, if you look at the NBA standings and you're looking for where the Rockets are, just go all the way towards the end because they're 16-53. and 53. That's their record. They've lost six games in a row. They've lost nine of ten. They're 16-53. and 53. Um, I don't even know who's second worst, but it's not even close. I think the second worst team is the Pistons. They got 20 wins. So you could see that the uh, Rockets have separated themselves. They have made it known that they are the worst team in the league. So I think what's interesting about tomorrow's game is you'll pick up a W tomorrow and kind of handle your business from there. And then when you're done with that game, now you can kind of see, okay, do we got a shot at that number six or is it over? Has Portland stumbled at all? Because you're not going to play another game until Saturday. So I think you'll have a good idea by then. And I think the only thing that's most important right now for the Lakers is, by the way, it's Trailblazers and Mavericks that are both 40 and 29. So they each got a game lead, but they got the tiebreaker as well. I think what the Lakers will be able to figure out is the priority should just be getting prepared for the playoffs. That's it. Because even if you end up playing in the playing tournament, even if that, you know, that slim opportunity is still there, just get ready for the playoffs. That's if Lakers would have lost tonight, I don't think the world would have ended, but it would have been disappointing. You want to see them win. Um frankly, I kind of like that the Knicks dropped a little bit back in the standings in the Eastern Conference. Um but the reality is for the Lakers, it's not going to be about the standings. It's just not. It's going to be about being ready for the playoffs and how healthy your team is. Let me play something real quick. Uh, This is Anthony Davis talking about LeBron James. And LBJ could come back as early as tomorrow. That can happen. We could have LeBron James back tomorrow. Um, You know, there were some reports over the last couple of days that some people thought, I know Woj was reporting this, Dave McMenamin, they're reporting it together, that he could have come back tonight. But now it's looking more realistic tomorrow. Take a listen to Anthony Davis on LeBron James uh, when he does come back, uh, it's good. You know, like I said, it's a confident booster for us. Uh, we've been playing well um, as of late, and uh, if he comes back tomorrow, then we can, you know, get him back um, acclimated with with the team and, and get him back in that rhythm. Um, and if he doesn't, you know, then he doesn't. But we want him to get healthy, you know, first and foremost, get ready for the playoffs. So um, I show what he's going to do. You know, as you know, none of my business. I just want him to get healthy, but uh, my job is to go out here and help this team. And if he's able to come back tomorrow, then, um, you know, it's our job to get him back into a rhythm to, to get ready for uh, playoff mode, which we know he'll be ready for. So, there, you know, for me, there's still concern here on the LBJ part, just because we haven't seen him. It's not like we got a chance to see LeBron for five straight games, right? And we got a chance to watch LeBron, and the only thing that went through our mind was, oh, look how great LeBron looks, and look at the cuts. He's making the cuts, and he's exploding when he gets to the basket. We don't have this sample size of saying LeBron's good to go, um, and there's only three games left. So if he comes back tomorrow, I'll be curious, okay, what's that game look like? What's the post game sound like? Uh, you know, obviously his interview, his response is his answer. And then what happens in those final two games to really kind of get a gauge of how he's feeling coming into the playing tournament and, and into the playoffs. If he's not 100%, 
what we saw from Anthony Davis in these last couple of games, that's that's the AD that you're going to need. Uh, last three games, I think he was, no, his last two games, 39 points, 12 rebounds, 25 of 32 from the free throw, and shot 50% from the field. That's what you're going to need from Anthony Davis if you know LeBron is not 100%. And then the Caruso part today, him leaving the game, I'm such a fan of Caruso. I just think he, he does so many good things when he's on the floor. Um, obviously, you hate hate to see situations like that where he's not on the floor. But with all that being said, a big picture for the Lakers in these last three games, I don't think it's going to be about we got to win all these games. These are must-wins. Now, they may win all of them just simply because of the competition that they're playing. But this stretch that they had against five playoff teams – I thought they actually did pretty good. You know, they were going to play five games in a row versus playoff teams. I, I feel like when the dust or as the dust has settled, they're okay. They're, they they ended up managing. Let's, uh, let's just put it that way. Okay, so Lakers tomorrow, banner night. Uh, what a special night that's going to be. I did mention pregame show will be at 6 p.m. Tip-off will be at 7.30. Lakers taking on the Rockets. Uh, you could start tuning in tomorrow morning. At 5 a.m., Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and Travis. So they'll get things going at 5 a.m. in the morning, um, and then we'll we'll get uh, we'll get the final night for the Lakers' final home game, regular season home game for the season. We appreciate everybody that called into the show. Thank you to Amanda Brown, Laura Roma Lopez, Rebecca Womble, and Taylor Smith. Next broadcast tomorrow. I'm Alan Sliwa. This is the Pizza Lakers post game show on 710 ESPN.